0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's talk some, uh, some more about prices and where we stand as far as our economy is concerned. And in this case, it's our food security. Professor Solon Charlebois' op-ed in the Toronto Star was headlined, The World is Running Out of Oil, Vegetable Oil, Cooking Oils. And what's the impact In the same op-ed, Professor Charlebois writes that countries will begin to, quote, instinctively ban exports and even hoard commodities to secure food supplies, end quote. And remember, Professor Charlebois told us just a couple of weeks ago, the average Canadian family should be preparing to spend another $1,000 of net income on food in the next 12 months. Let's talk to Professor Sylvain Charlebois, Director of the Agri-Foods Analytics Laboratory. And professor at Dalhousie University, Sylvan. Thank you very much uh, for taking the time. That op-ed uh, when, when I saw vegetable oil, I it connected. I mean, I'm not. I can't cook. Most people will tell you, Green doesn't know how to. You know, I have to t- read instructions on out of oil water. But it it resonated. I thought, <laughs> this, this, I'm not kidding. It resonated because I thought millions and millions of people use vegetable oil to do their cooking.
1: I know. Well, you had Van early on your show to talk about oil, the black stuff. I'm here to talk to you about vegetable oil. And that oil is also very important for food systems and for, for food service, for the food service industry, and, of course, for all of us. As, uh, as consumers, uh, we don't realize it, but vegetable oil is in pretty much everything we buy at the grocery store. So it's a pretty important ingredient.
0: So what is the situation? What is the reality with vegetable oil now?
1: well so, so it, it's getting complicated for sure out there and, and it's a mixture of, of different factors uh, combination of, of climate change with uh, with uh, problems with labor and and of course uh, now we're embarking into a new era of, of, of seeing nations uh, trying to secure commodities for for their own for their own population so, well, let's start with palm oil. Palm oil is, is, a bit, is a big one because it's the cheapest vegetable oil out there, and it's pretty popular. And Indonesia uh, last week decided to, to, uh, to ban exports, and that's the biggest exporter of palm oil in the world. That's a huge, huge hit. So companies, major companies like Mondelez, Nestle, uh, Ferro Rocher, all these companies will be scrambling to get palm oil into their, their food. In Malaysia, the number two exporter of palm oil is experiencing labor uh, problems in their own country. Canola oil, well, that's our own in Canada. We know what happened last year with droughts. Inventories are very low. We actually imported canola last year, uh, for first time in a very long time. And this year, uh, I don't know if you saw pictures, Roy, but uh, in some parts of the prairies, the uh, the conditions are, are pretty dry still, and canola is a very, very – it requires a lot of moisture. And third, soybeans. Soybean oil is another big vegetable oil in, a, in world markets. But unfortunately, uh, in, in Southern America, including Brazil, Paraguay, uh, and Argentina, all three countries are experiencing droughts as well. This year, and so we're not sure exactly uh, how much they will be offering to the rest of the world. So, in a nutshell, vegetable oil uh, is going to be a rarity. It's going to be very difficult to get inventories.
0: So, is this the uh, canary in the grocery store?
1: <laughs> well, so I'm, I'm expecting uh, vegetable oil prices to increase. Uh, it has increased uh, by 81% uh since 2017 already uh going to is it then
0: going to wander up and down the the aisles in the grocery store Mm -hmm. Sylvain, and make some things unavailable and other things far more expensive
1: um i think access won't be a problem roy but i do expect some rationing to happen so you may actually show up at the grocery store and look at a sign asking you to limit the number of bottles to be bought per visit i actually do expect that in months to come
0: okay we saw that uh, during the pandemic as far as paper and uh cleaning supplies were concerned saw that so the difference quite a few Roy, times.
1: with during the pandemic was that they would no there was no shortages it was just about the supply chain not being able to deliver they they were there, there was plenty of toilet paper it's just it, it wasn't getting uh, fast enough into stores. This time, Professor Moore, we'll talk, we're talking about shortages here. Okay.
0: Um, and what worries me is, and there was some concern about this happening with oil, the other oil, the uh, the stuff that we use, you know, in our engines, and that is that countries would start to hoard what they had for their own populations. When I hear you say that countries are going to maybe start hoarding commodities, and we, you just told us that palm oil um, exports have been stopped, which country was it again?
1: Uh, it was Indonesia, Indonesia. and uh, Indonesia supplies about half of all palm oil around the world. Okay. So that so, was the first big one. And uh, so we, my, my concern, Roy, to be honest, is to see more countries doing the same.
0: And not just with palm oil, maybe other, and not other commodities that they particularly exactly. need for their people.
1: That's right. The wild card in all this is China. Nobody really knows what China is going to do, because uh, Russia it will be growing. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Ukraine, but uh, China actually has reserves. They actually have reserves for many commodities. They can feed their population for months without relying on anyone. Uh, will China provide commodities to the rest of the world? We, we just don't know, to, to keep things under control. Uh, but other than that, uh, we are expecting some countries to start you know, uh, banning exports to make sure that they have food for, the, for themselves and their citizens. And, and, and frankly, I wouldn't exclude Canada, because Canada uh, is a rich country. We have capacity. And of course, traders are out there buying uh, next year's harvest already to secure uh, supplies that their clients will need in months to come.
0: Yeah. Um, where are we going to be? You told us that we should, the average family should prepare, be prepared to spend another thousand uh, dollars extra for food in, in the next twelve months. Do we know? I mean, how easy is it? How difficult is it to? With all these variables in place, then, how difficult is it for you to analyze and, and, and project what's going to be coming our way in the next 12 months?
1: <laughs> that's uh, okay, that's a answer. really uh, – it's, it's an important question because I, I do get that question a lot. Forecasting is very difficult, and if you look at our reports, we always go back in time and, and assess how we did. And uh, our accuracy rate is not bad, actually. It's uh, out of uh, over the last uh, 13 years, we've been right 11 years out of 13. So we're not doing too badly, but forecasting is tough, especially right now when the data we get may not guide us well. Uh, for the future, especially with so many moving parts right now with uh, just some geopolitics, markets are crazy, there's too much money in the system everywhere as a result of the pandemic, which really led to our inflation problem, really. There's a lot of money here, and even the Fed, the Fed like, this week was just astounding. Four months ago, uh, Chairman Powell basically said that 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 our inflation situation was transitory. And then after that, he started to say, well, maybe we should look into this. And then last week, uh, bringing up interest rates by half a point, he was basically saying we need to squash this piece as soon as possible. It's happening so fast. So when you um, analyze data, when you try to forecast, even the Fed, Fed is having a hard time predicting what's going to happen to markets. So we can't pretend as a university to really know what may happen. We, we have... Scenarios. We think of scenarios, but that's pretty much it.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.